to the book of Galatians this morning, chapter 5 and verse 1. So good to have everyone here this morning, amen, to honor our veterans. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church of Galatia, place it this way, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ have made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ have made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Father, we honor you again this morning. Again, we thank you for our veterans. We thank you for the freedom that we have here in America. We thank you, God, for the men and women who have paid the price and sacrificed that we can enjoy such freedom on a day-to-day basis. Never let us take it for granted, O oh God, but let us realize as you sacrificed for our salvation that we will not take it for granted either. We truly appreciate all that you do. And sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, we're asking you to stay with us, O oh God, and guide us throughout the rest of this service this day. And we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And I want to talk to you for a moment from this thought. Their sacrifice, our freedom. Their sacrifice, our freedom. Veterans Day is not to be confused with Memorial Day. Veterans Day celebrates the service for all U.S. military veterans, while Memorial Day honored those who died while in military service. It is not to be confused with Armed Forces Day, where we honor and the remembrance of all soldiers that are currently on active duty as well. Probably one of the most profound statements that has ever been made was made by our 30th president, Kevin Coolidge, when he said, the nation that forgets their defenders will itself someday be forgotten. We never want to forget those who have sacrificed for our freedom. Our American military, as you hear the president say constantly, is the greatest in the world. And I believe that, that it is the greatest that has ever been developed in the world. Our military men and women sacrifice daily for our freedom. We must not forget that their sacrifice is so that we may be made free. As President Coolidge says, if we forget those defenders, we ourselves will also be forgotten. The same holds true with our salvation. The day that we forget that Jesus Christ brought our freedom will be the day that we will also ourselves be forgotten. You see, it is easy to reject and snub warriors when 
there isn't a war and everything is going good on our grounds and our lives are good and there's a roof over our heads and we can laugh and enjoy sports events, go to and fro throughout the land without weary. It is easy to snub our warriors and our veterans, but we must not forget our defenders. What some fail to realize is that somewhere in the world today, on foreign soil, there are men and women keeping vigilance against a hostile force so that we can sleep and we can enjoy our sports and we can go to school and we can drive our cars and we can they can demonstrate in the streets and burn buildings and burn our flags and spit on police officers and they can enjoy life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness while the defenders forsake theirs. Somewhere in this great United States today, there's a soldier wrapped in old glory who has paid the ultimate sacrifice because they have sworn to support and to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. We should never take our freedom for granted. We should never see it as something that is owed to us, but rather something that has been rewarded to us by a soldier. Not even our salvation was free, and nor was it something that was owed to us, but it was rewarded to us by a great soldier, Jesus Christ, the commander-in-chief of the Lord of hosts. John gives us a glimpse of this leader of ours, Jesus Christ, in the book of Revelation when he says, And I saw a white horse, and he that sat upon him is called Faithful and in Truth. And in righteousness he does judge and make war, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and no man knew him but him himself. And he was clothed with the vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed with fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth go a sharp two-edged sword, that he may smite the nations." And he have a vesture on, and his name is written King of Kings and Lord of Lord. He is our defender for our freedom. No, my friend, freedom is not free. It costs. It requires blood, sweat, and tears. It requires sacrifice of others, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It requires someone else to say, I'll go, sir. I will, sir. I'll try, sir. It requires, as the prophet Isaiah said, when he saw the Lord high and lifted up in his train, filled the temple, here am I, sir, or here am I, Lord, send me. He was willing to sacrifice so that others may be made free. And while we have this, this freedom, we must heed what the Apostle Paul said. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. Don't misuse your freedom. Don't take it for granted. No, my friend, 
this freedom is not owed to you, nor was it given to you freely. It was earned for you. It cost the men blood, sweat, and tears at Gettysburg, at Vicksburg, at Fort Sumter, at Harper's Ferry, and at Richmond. It cost some blood, sweat, and tears on the beaches of Anzio, Omaha Beach, Normandy, Corregidor, and Bastogne. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears who was a part of the frozen chosen in South Korea and in Incheon in the 38th parallel. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears who walked in the triple canopy jungles of Vietnam, Pork Chop Hill, Quezon, Pleiku, Dainang, Wei, Mekong Delta, Tam Ki, and Saigon. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears on the island of Okinawa, Guam, Saipan, and the Philippines. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears in Baghdad, Kuwait, Afghanistan, and Somalia. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears in the Persian Gulf and in Saudi Arabia. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears at Pearl Harbor and Wake Island. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears aboard the U.S. coal in Yemen. It cost some men and women blood, sweat, and tears every day that we live, that we sleep, that we breathe, and that we enjoy this freedom. You see, there's a natural freedom that is rewarded to us by soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marine and Coast Guardmen day by day. They have sworn to defend and support the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. And then there's a freedom that can only be rewarded by Jesus Christ. And it is this freedom from our sins that Jesus Christ was willing to shed His blood, sweat, and tears and so Paul tells us for this freedom, we must stand fast in the liberty wherein we have been made free and be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. No, my friend, freedom is not free. So never take it for granted that it is something owed to you, but rather see it as something that has been rewarded to you. And never forget those who gave it to you. You see, I was that that others did not want to be. I went where others feared to go and did what others failed to do. I asked nothing from those who gave nothing and reluctantly accepted eternal loneliness should I fail. I have seen the face of terror. I have felt the sting of fear. I have tasted a moment of his sweet love. I have cried. I have pain. I have hoped. I have lived times that others would say were best forgotten. But at least someday, 
I will be able to say that I am glad and proud of what I was, a soldier. So no friend, freedom is not free.